I'm Jen and welcome to the Sharing Secrets Podcast. This is where I invite you all on my journey to discover all the tips and tricks or should we say secrets to a happy, healthy lifestyle. I started this journey a few years ago when I had a back injury. It put me in a low headspace and it did really affect my mental health as well as my physical health. But I found a positive path through daily routines, yoga, meditation and most importantly what I eat. This led me to discover Ayurveda. So each week I will be sharing my secrets that I've found mostly through Ayurveda and explain to you all a little bit more what that is. But I'll also be inviting some of the most inspiring people I know and I'll be asking them to share their secrets. So it's time to get our toolkits ready for down days and get in this together. Let's see who's on the show. Hey and welcome back to episode two of Sharing Secrets. Thank you so much for your amazing feedback and the comments from last week's episode. This is where we spoke to my very own yogi and best friend, Laura Lowe. She taught us all about morning rituals, daily gratitude, and we spoke about our shared love of matcha lattes. Laura really did share her secrets to a happy, healthy life. Make sure to check it out and head over to my Instagram, the at sharing secrets podcast, where you will find all the information you need on all my guests. Today, I'm so excited to share another inspirational gal with you all. We have Jess on the show today. Jess is the owner of Salasta Skin, which is a natural skin and body brand and has been designed through her love of nature. I use the products as part of my daily routine and I love them and think they are a must. I really love the mantra behind the brand also. Nourish your skin, nurture Mother Earth. Along with the beautiful packaging, the smells genuinely just how the products make your skin feel after the first use. Jess has ensured that all her products are completely natural and they're made up of a number of healing plant oils, earth-grown exfoliant and nutrient-dense fruit extracts. She also makes and packages every single product herself. She also has a deep respect for our planet and she wanted to incorporate this into the brand along with her vegan beliefs and love of skincare. She wants to encourage us all to practice a little bit more self-care. She understands that we're all busy and she wants to help. So she has designed multi-purpose products. Today, we're going to speak celery juice, salt baths, and we're going to dive back into the morning ritual and matcha latte sparkles. I find Jess very inspirational. She has dreams and she has passions and she just goes for it. I really love to speak to anyone with a passion and when they make it a reality, it's, it's just so exciting, but even better when it's a success, right? So let's get on with the show and find out Jess's secrets. Hey, Jess. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thank you for having me on your new podcast. Oh, thank you for being excited with me and joining me on the journey. Yeah, definitely. It's so cool. I love the concept. As soon as you emailed me about it, I was like, this is exactly the kind of podcast that I would listen to. So I was like, totally honoured that you'd ask me to be on it. <laughs> you were one of the first people in my head. So, well, you're the second guest. So you definitely were. We don't, I don't know you that well. I've done your hair before mm-hmm. and we've talked a lot of like businessy stuff and yeah, I think we've just, we're kind of on the same mind level, aren't we? Definitely. I think we share a lot in common um even the way we kind of look at business and then the wellness side well so yeah there's a lot of similarities in the way that we think and do things and the things that we care about too 
So yeah. it's really cool. Tell, told everyone at the start about your skincare, but I really want to like delve into that a little bit more so you could tell people because I honestly, I love it. So I started off with a body scrub instantly i think you put it on your skin leave it two minutes and rinse and it's like amazing but my new favorite and i only got it a couple of weeks ago is the rose oil the facial oil it's like amazing i love it i'm so glad you like it it's funny because the coffee orange scrub was the first product i launched um and for a while it was the best seller but i think it's just about to be overtaken by the rose oil now everyone's kind of tried their scrub and now everyone's fallen in love with the rose oil so yeah i'm glad that you like it the Coffee scrub's really popular because it's a two-in-one product. So I wanted to combine a scrub that exfoliated you and moisturized you. So I don't know if you notice, but when you come out the shower or the bath after using it, you don't actually have to apply anything else to your skin because the oils have moisturized you. So it's kind of designed for the busy woman mm-hmm. because you know everyone likes their nights in where they can have their pamper nights, use all their products. You know, on their clean jammies but you know we don't always have that time mm-hmm. so I wanted to design something where you can kind of incorporate that wellness into your daily life without having to you know spend half an hour in mm-hmm. the bath you can use it quickly in the shower and you have all those benefits too so yeah that's definitely popular and the rose oil has been very popular too mm-hmm. I think predominantly because it's for any skin type mm-hmm. so it's for you know if you have dry skin if your skin is oily, the scent is quite light. It's not too overpowering mm-hmm. and um, it has a range of different benefits. So it's like a multi-purpose oil. You don't need like, you know, one oil for dark circles, one for moisturizing, you know, one for soothing. You can just use this bottle and it will take care of everything. So yeah, no, I'm glad you like them both. Yeah, I really, really love it. The rose oil I've been using morning and night, like you said, and I've actually started using it while I do a, I can never say this word, is that a geishu, you know the marble yeah. kind of stone yeah. facial thing. So I use it with that yeah. together, match made in heaven. <laughs> it's really good, I love, and I really wanted to get that across in the beginning of the episode. Like, I am a very busy person, you know, you're the same, you're mm-hmm. running a business. Yeah. But you're also like have a full time job, you know, I'm kind of in a similar position. So I don't have like hours to spend pampering myself, but I love to pamper myself. So if I have a quick exfoliation with the scrub, like I literally jump in the shower, put it on and then I just Mm -hmm. like kind of stand about for two minutes and then rinse it off. And it's great. My tan's been much better since I've been using it as well. I think the oil will maybe capture the tan and keep it in your skin. Um... And yeah, no, I'm glad that you said that because I really wanted to develop products that don't just, you know, help you look good, but help you feel good as well. So it's more of like a mindful practice, like how do you feel when you exfoliate or when you take time to put on the rose oil, how the scents make you feel as opposed to just use this and you'll have good skin. Like for me, like beauty, you know, it's a lot deeper than the surface level. And I really wanted it to be part of a ritual. Not everyone has the half hour for the ritual. Mm-hmm. They can have two minutes in the morning. But I still wanted people who were busy to get that kind of benefit and have that therapeutic time with their skin and their body. It is. It's like you've been to a spa. I love it. Oh, I'm glad. Thanks. I'm so glad. So where did you get the name Solasta Skin? What does it mean? And I love the mantra, you know, like uh, nourish yeah. your skin, nurture Mother Earth. Um, so yeah. Yeah, where does the word Celesta come from? So Celesta is actually a Scottish word. 
Um, yeah. It means illuminating and shining. So oh. it was actually my boyfriend that sent me a link to this web page. I think it was on BuzzFeed and it was titled something like, here are 16 beautiful words that you didn't know were Scottish. And Celeste was on there. And I really liked how it sounded. And then when I read what it meant, like illuminating, glowing, shining, I just thought, well, that's perfect because that's how I want people to feel and how I want their skin to look. So after I saw that, it was pretty much a, a done deal. And I just, um, it looked so nice on the bottles as mm-hmm. well. So yeah, it was just perfect. But yeah, I really wanted to incorporate some Scottish heritage in it too. I did not know that was a Scottish word. At all. Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's like a traditional Gaelic Scottish type word. So yeah, a lot of people don't a lot of people don't know that, so No, not at all. Yeah. And like I said again, um going back to the, the introduction, I just talk, like I love to speak to people that have a passion for something. So you're you're clearly passionate about your skincare and well being and you know, making it natural. So like how long yeah. did you think about it how long did it take you to like get it started you know I was speaking to you um about you know starting a podcast and it's quite scary putting yourself out there it's not your regular job so it's not what you everybody knows you for doing so how did you how can you inspire us all to to not worry and move ourselves and do the thing that we want to do and without the fear of oh why is she doing that you know yeah no definitely I mean you're right it's it's completely terrifying because you know people don't really or didn't really know me in that space someone would just see me you know the job I've been doing since I was 16 in the oil industry and that's what they would associate me with mm-hmm. um but I've kind of I kind of had an on and off idea with skincare for years when I was in Abu Dhabi I run I ran a vegan kind of lifestyle blog so I was sent a lot of vegan products to try mm-hmm. and cruelty-free products. So I would always test them, try them. And I really fell in love with clean beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked with organic pharmacy. I worked with Lush in the Middle East. So I really just started to notice the benefits of using clean beauty products. And then when I came back to Aberdeen, I guess I kind of always subconsciously wanted to start my own business. But I wasn't really sure at the time what that was going to be. I was just kind of playing around making my own scrubs mm-hmm. as for myself. And then I just thought, you know what? I wonder if I could, I wonder if I could do this. I wonder if I could actually do this as a business, like mm-hmm. put the passion for my vegan beliefs and clean beauty together and come up with something. So I enrolled in a course and I, myself because it's definitely important within beauty for you know um things like allergens you have to be so careful you have to Mm. list everything the right way there's a lot of artisan skincare makers out there um who would make great products but you know unless you do it the right compliant way i mean it can be dangerous Mm. you know even with natural products like the oil the essential oils they have to be within Mm. the right derma limits um you have to think about irritants and different skin types so I educated it on educated myself on it first because that was important and I, I wanted to see if I really, you know, could do it. Um and then yeah, I started developing the products and I think I launched the Instagram in like the summer but didn't actually launch my first product until the November mm-hmm. and I was so so scared that I'd actually finalized the product a couple of weeks before, but I actually just couldn't bring myself 
depressed like the launch mm-hmm. button because mm-hmm. I was so nervous about you know would anyone even buy it mm-hmm. would they like it it's so terrifying mm-hmm. putting yourself out there in a space mm-hmm. that's new yeah. you know like mm-hmm. it's I, I can't even describe how scared I was um but do you know what I just I kind of just went with my gut instinct it's something that I'm passionate about and I think if you're passionate about something you're doing it with good intention Mm -hmm. you're not harming anyone or the planet you really your tensions really are good I do believe that the universe will align with you and and help you Mm -hmm. and help you succeed and I I really believe that's what happened I just worked for it and yeah it came about and people people love it and it's it's Um, crazy but I just I just believed in myself and and I did it and I'm so glad it took me a lot a long time to get to that point for launching everything but I just went with it and it happened and it's it's been amazing (laughs) I know it is it's and I like from Instagram and speaking to you it's been accepted really well I think people have really bought into it and they love it and I you know you're always shipping out the last couple of bottles of things you know you've I always mm-hmm. feel a bit like, oh, I should, like my rose oil, I'm nearly halfway through already. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, should I maybe put an order in soon? Because, you know, because you, you do everything by hand, which I, that's yeah. one thing I do love as well. It's amazing that people have really, like, taken to it the way you wanted them to. So that's really good. And I think it's nice for you to let people know. And I, I can totally resonate with how you feel. Like, I am so scared um, mm-hmm. about the podcast and every, like, episode. I'm a bit like are people going to like it? Are people going to think, oh, what yeah, are you yeah. doing? Like, yeah, yeah. So I, I really, like, can, like, respect how you've um, done it and, yeah, I find it really inspirational that you just pushed yourself. Yeah. And it took a little bit of time as well. I mean, at the festive, over the festive period, there were a lot of people buying it because, obviously, I was in Mac, you know, Christmas market that you guys had. I sold yeah. a lot of stuff there. Um, and then the market at Avo, um, I sold a lot of stuff over the festive period and but it's just you just have to keep going you know yeah. and you know once someone buys it and they like it they'll recommend it to someone like it will um people will start sharing it and, mm-hmm. and they enjoy it and they share it with someone and I think for me there were times when I was like oh you know I didn't have any orders one week whereas like yesterday I had like five orders in a day and I was like wow you know mm-hmm. like it takes a bit of time just to get to that space but if you put in the work and, and just do what you're passionate about um it, people will come because they will they will feel the passion I think mm-hmm. yeah I know yeah. and as long as you believe in something and yourself <laughs> you can do it definitely right so to be successful I really think that successful people have to have structure to their day and they have to you know I think that a lot of them, a lot of these people that I look at and I'm like, how have they got there? I think they must be quite disciplined and mm-hmm. do what makes them happy and, you know, try not too hard to please other people. So this is why I'm doing the podcast to inspire me to make sure I keep doing the things that I do and yeah. encourage other people. I love to encourage people and selfishly, I want to encourage myself. So that's why I've asked you here to share three secrets with us and um, so let's go back into them so I'll let you I'll let you do it so your your first one do you want to let us know what your first secret is 
So my first secret would be having a morning ritual. Every single day, I start my day the same way. My days are so busy, so hectic, and I'm on front of a laptop or, you know, my phone. There's a lot of screen time. There's a lot of technology. So it's so important that my mornings are quiet just so I can get my mindset into the right way. I'm not waking up and thinking already everything I have to do. So it probably starts actually the night before I put my notifications off on my phone. My phone goes on airplane mode so that mm-hmm. when I do wake up in the morning, I don't see any orders. I don't see any Instagram questions mm-hmm. about the products. It's just, you know, it's like a clean, a clean slate. So during the week, I wake up quite early. Um, I sleep with my blinds open because I like to wake up with the natural light. Mm-hmm. I don't really like alarms. I believe that if I can just let my body wake up naturally and not everyone's going to be able to do that but mm-hmm. um i'll leave my blinds open and i will wake up anywhere between you know five and half six oh, um, okay. just depending on how i've slept what time i went to bed but it's usually around six half six so have you I'll ever um up. slept in to anything not really not really i mean i work from home anyway so if i did i would just have to run from one room to another (laughs) um but what i do do i mean i will close the blinds on i will close the blinds on a saturday sunday Mm -hmm. and i'll maybe sleep till like eight but i've always been an early bird yeah always it's annoying when you want to lie in but actually i feel like being an early bird has so much more use than being a nighttime mm-hmm. person. A lot of my family mm-hmm. are nighttime people and they struggle mm-hmm. with the morning, but I just think it's the most like productive part of the day. I love a morning. Definitely. Studies have shown that your mornings are actually your most productive hours because you actually haven't um, allowed your mind to be um, too polluted or, or crowded yet. So you just have the inspiration and you can just run with it. There's nothing, there's no distraction yet from your day. Mm-hmm. So... That's kind of how I would start my morning. So I would wake up and then I will go through to the kitchen. Yeah, tell us about celery juice because I love, I cooked celery. You know, I'd put celery in a stew or a chilli and I'm okay with that. But actual celery, I'm, you know, I eat everything. I'm a massive foodie and I'm really not bothered. But celery is the one food that I just can't eat raw so I've not tried a celery juice really but maybe yeah. you could I sell mean, it to me here definitely an acquired taste you can add half an apple to it to to give it a sweeter taste but so my journey with celery juice is quite an early one that, that sounds so funny actually like my journey with celery juice like <laughs> 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 but, um, when I was when I was living in Abu Dhabi a couple of years ago I developed a um, a ganglion cyst on my wrist. I don't know if you've seen them before, but basically no. it's a cyst that kind of um, appears on your joint, just on, on the top of the wrist. There's not a lot of people who've got to the actual root cause of it, but they say it's due to like a weakened joint capsule. Okay. So it's just kind of a fluid that's in your wrist. And I had an operation to remove it because it was getting bigger and bigger. And, you know, I do a lot of yoga, so it was really getting in the way. Um, it was causing me pain when I was at the laptop. So I had an operation and they removed it and I have a little scar on my wrist. And the doctor said to me, you know, usually it doesn't come back, but there will be like a 20 to 30% chance that it does. Mm-hmm. So then, and then you just get it removed again. And I was like, okay, well, you know, let's just hope let's just hope it doesn't come back yeah and then it did start to come back when I moved back to the UK I noticed this tiny bump and a little bit of pain and I thought no it's come back like this is really 
why, you know, I completely hope this didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So I started kind of researching natural ways to, to heal this because I was like, I'm not putting my body through another mm -hmm. operation because that's ridiculous. It's just keep doing that. There must yeah. be, you know, either plants or natural, you know, um, homeopathy ways to deal with this. And I came across a blog article by this girl who said that she killed hers with celery juice. And I had heard about celery juice before. A lot of people in LA were drinking it, a lot mm. of celebrities. I researched, um, and I found a guy called Anthony, I think it's Anthony Williams. He's on Instagram as medical medium, but he definitely believes in the healing power of plants and raw vegetables and how you, you can really heal yourself with what you eat. Mm -hmm. He'd actually written one of the benefits of celery juice with the remove cysts. So I was like, do you know what? I'm going to try it because it might work. So after about four weeks of drinking the celery juice every day, this just completely went away on my wrist. And mm. I was so amazed. Wow. So what yeah. is it in the celery that like does that? I think I think it's the natural salts. They say that the natural salts do something to the the fluid in the joints. I'm not actually sure. I just know it's the celery juice because there was nothing else I was doing. Yeah. So, and another way that I know it's definitely the celery juice is that when I went to Thailand in January just past for 17 days, towards the end of my trip, the cysts started to come back and I hadn't been drinking celery juice when I was there. So my body was saying like, you know, where's your celery juice? Wow. So I just thought it was really interesting. So yeah, there's a lot of other benefits as yeah. well that people talk about. They say that it's really good for your skin. People have cured um, eczema with it. Thyroid issues. Mm -hmm. It's a good way to detox your body um, indigestion. He's actually written a book about it, how you can like cure your body and your life with celery juice. Wow. <laughs> I'll um I'll definitely share his Instagram handle on the show notes so we can all go back. That is one thing I am so passionate about is is the food. That's what I try and teach people and that's the, the little secret I want to give at the end of every podcast is, you know, my tip of what food can help because it's how I got on my <laughs> journey of well being and I think I've spoken to you before. I'm really interested in Ayurveda and that's all a holistic way to kind of help and nourish your body but it's not a cyst I've got I've got two prolapse discs which is where I okay. I had a, a bad step with that so I just love like food does heal it like they had the doctor had me on loads of medication the surgeon says he wants to operate and I feel like I've just healed it all myself through the food but mm -hmm. you know when you try and teach mm -hmm. people this they're a bit like mm, really but when you can see that you know there's other people that are doing it so I love I really love to hear that people would know that I would drink celery but there's there's no question that that is what sealed my cyst there's yeah. nothing else that I would be doing and like I say the, you know when I went to Thailand I wasn't drinking it and it came straight away so, so I don't know what's it or I understand the science behind it, but I know that the, the celery juice filled my cyst. So take a bunch, basically, a bunch of celery, organic, if not just really, really clean. Um, put it in your juicer and you drink it and then wait kind of 15 minutes before you even eat anything. Just allow it to get into your digestive system and to cleanse your body and heal okay. you, I guess. Did you say you can also add an apple to it? 
if you you know to start off with maybe just to get used to the taste of it and then cut yeah. down your apple a lot of people will add, add like half an apple just to uh, get a little bit more flavor if it's not a taste that they're used to so yeah that's another way you can drink it or lemon yeah, yeah for me i i don't mind the taste but if, if you don't like that then just yeah add half an apple to it I'll definitely be adding that i got a few tips out of that that was one secret and a lot <laughs> came out of one secret are we finished with the secret or i feel like there's well, maybe this, more this kind of part well this part of my one secret which was my my morning ritual but i guess that's one secret in itself yeah i know that people. was kind of like a golden secret that one <laughs> Yeah, so I guess that can be one secret. So you go from the kitchen, do you then, you know, is that you straight into work or? What no, you... so after that, while my celery juice is digesting, I'll make a matcha latte. Oh no, the matcha latte. Me and Laura, that's what we talked about in the last um, episode. Well, we were both like coffee day. drinkers and I stopped drinking coffee because I was like, it just puts me high <laughs> and then I crash and <laughs> I just can't handle that. And um, yeah, I was like, I'm going to try matcha because I drink a lot of green tea anyway. And it's yeah. all the antioxidants and things that are really good for you. So I was like, right. And yeah, you get obsessed. And me and Laura that- caught the matcha sparkle because you get this sparkly feeling that lasts totally. for hours and hours. Totally, I totally. Actually- I'm the same. I haven't drank coffee for about six years because I do think, it, you know, you get this, this high, really high caffeine boost a bit of a come down and then you have it again mm-hmm. and I think it's a healthy way to energize yourself mm-hmm. I think you can energize yourself more through it, in my in my yeah. opinion um so yeah I'll make my matcha latte and then I will take it and then sit and do meditation and once I do my meditation I will a latte just because I'm in that mindful oh, um, zone so I'll still sit and keep to drink my matcha before yeah. I when start my day Amazing. And it just gives you that buzz. I had my sister on the phone uh, yesterday actually she was inspired after the first episode to get a matcha so she ordered it online mm-hmm. and it came and she was like I didn't really believe you that it would be like this amazing. She's like, I just feel high. And she's been like on this amazing sparkly feeling for like the whole of yesterday. And even today, she's like, I still feel really good because I think you just don't ever get that heavy, tired feeling that you get with a coffee kind of. You get a good boost with a coffee, but then you just start to to kind of tail off, don't you? Um, How do you like make yours or what like brand do you use? So I order mine from a company called NutriSeed. Okay. They are, yeah, it's amazing. You can get everything from there. All your cacao, mm. all your coconut sugar, all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I order from there, and I make it how um, Globar in London do the moon milks, and they did a an Instagram live and showed us how to make moon milk. So I actually make it the same as that. So I heat my milk very slowly, and then in my Nutribullet, I mix up my matcha and any other powders that I'm putting in. So like. Globar do like nice kind of Ayurvedic herbs that I sometimes add, like ashwagandha, um, mm-hmm. like a super glowy collagen kind of thing, and the lion's mane. So I kind of mix them in for my morning one, and a little bit of coconut butter or maple syrup just for a nah. little bit of sweetness. Yeah. Add, add yeah. the hot milk and blitz it in your Nutribullet, and you get like a frothy, you know, it's like a proper barista. It's great. Yeah. So, how do you make yours? 
Um, I just use uh, um, like one of the milk heating frothers that I have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will add in like a cup of whatever plant milk I'm using, coconut or cashew. Okay. If I use cashew, then I'll add some date syrup into it because it's a nice natural sweetener that I like to add to it because sometimes the matcha isn't always the sweetest no but i've been buying it from this brand called bird and blend recently and they have these really nice flavored ones they have Ooh. like salted caramel spearmint ginger oh they're Ooh. Spirit, like, okay purple. oh they're so good so i'll add that in and then yeah a little bit of the date syrup and then just froth it up i know it's but i actually yeah i think you can get addicted like you do get addicted to coffee but it's a better yeah, addiction it's fine. <laughs> definitely definitely so is that your morning ritual done are we moving on to secret two or yeah that's my morning ritual yeah so the meditation salary juice and the matcha that's how I start my day. And then I put my, my phone on and look at, you know, my else because I've had that time to just wake up and nourish my body, my mind, and then, okay, begin my day. And I'm already in this really nice calm. It's a good way to just start your day. Yeah. Definitely. And I think you then, like, I think as, like, females of our generation and there's probably males exactly the same but I feel like you know we're all striving to you know be good in our careers and we're trying to be the best and we're quite busy people um that you then feel a bit guilty for giving yourself that that time but if you do it in the morning it's done and you can just be like right I can go and get on with my day tackle whatever comes at me and it's just when I look at like successful people it's all that they have a morning ritual and it's so mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. on episode two that we're having a really similar conversation you know you've you have got slight differences but I quite like that there's a consistency there that you know mm-hmm. me you and Laura now we've all said that we meditate we have our um you know our morning kind of herbal drink um matcha or whatever and yeah we just like spend it with ourselves it's I just think yeah. and it's an hour that's all you need is an hour yeah, and even if it's new to you, you could start off with like 20 minutes. It doesn't need to be. We um, were talking about um, an app called Insight Timer and you can get, um, do you use it? And you get great ones that are only five minutes long. Some of them are only three minutes. And I'm like, I've got a really busy day today. I, you know, I don't actually feel like I've got that time. And then I think, no, I can give myself three minutes and you do it. And then you're like, great. That's all it needed was three minutes. Definitely. and. I and really there's like, no excuse when they're as short as two or three minutes. There's no excuse not to just make time for your mm-hmm. yourself. Ensure yourself that self-love. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to be taking on your tip of turning my phone on airplane mode and turning the Wi-Fi mm-hmm. off because sometimes I do get distracted in the morning because I've got... I've got a sister that lives in Australia, so sometimes, and I was telling you earlier, my mm-hmm. family are very nighttime people, so I can wake up in the morning to, you know, loads of messages of things that has happened yeah. while I've been asleep because I'm an early bedder, and it's like, oh, right, what's been happening? And I read it all, and then I'm like, oh, no, yeah, I'm behind yeah, yeah. on my day, and then I'm harassed trying to do my meditation. And anyway, no, right, on to <laughs> secret. We could talk all day, couldn't we? <laughs> literally literally um secret two please so two is my himalayan bath salts Mm. so i have a bath probably 
I wouldn't say every night. Maybe it is every night. I would say about four or five nights a week. Mm-hmm. I run a bath. I put some Himalayan salts in there, some essential oils or some one of the um, salts from my Solasta range. And I will soak for about 20 minutes. Put the lights off, light some candles. I'll either put on some meditation music or I'll Kindle. But yeah, again, just put the phone away and just have that time yeah. to soak my body and to reap all the benefits of Himalayan salts. Yeah, I love this as another secret. My problem just now is my flat doesn't have a bath. Um, so I miss it because when my back first got bad, I was doing a Himalayan salt bath every single night. And mm-hmm. it's just, it mm-hmm. helps so much. So what are the benefits to Himalayan salts? The salts contain 84 natural minerals, which mm. essentially can work to remove toxins from the body. And by doing that, you can also get... It's, they're also, um, it's also an added source of magnesium, mm-hmm. which can be quite difficult to get in your diet. So mm-hmm. a lot of people take supplements for magnesium. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get it through food, but this is just another way to give your body um, that energy from magnesium. Mm-hmm. But the Himalayan salts can heal your skin. It's really good for um, eczema, dermatitis, dry, kind of flaky skin, mm-hmm. but also really good for aches and pains, you know, soothing any muscular issues as well. Um, so it's really good um, overall wellness experience like for your body and your mind. Mm-hmm. Some studies have linked um, having Himalayan um, detox soaks to kind of reduce anxiety and mm-hmm. depression, and so to get the real benefit. You want to put the salts in and soak for 20 minutes. 20 minutes, yeah. And so nice. That gives you that time to switch off and it's not too long. You know, it's not taking up your whole evening, which is quite nice. Yeah. What about people like me that don't have a bath anymore? And it's my one thing. I ask my boyfriend all the time, can I get a bath? (laughs) Yeah. So another thing you can do to still get the benefits um, is that you could do a food soak with the salts. Mm. So you can use like a basin or, you know, bucket or whatever you have, Pam, I don't know, just make sure you clean it afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) But you can use the hot water and chuck the salts in there and your body will still absorb the minerals and the magnesium Yes. From through your feet. So you That's can still get the benefit as well from that way too. Now, where can we get these Himalayan salts? Do you know of any good ones? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there's actually just recently launched, I have in my Solasta skin range, I have three jars of bath salts. So Amazing. They, there's of um, Revitalize Me, which is um, an uplifting kind of grapefruit scent. It's mm-hmm. quite citrusy. It's nice for people who maybe like a morning bath or they want an energy kind of boost. Yeah. Um, we have Restore Me, which is lavender rosemary, and that's very oh. much a relaxing salt bath where you mm. really just need to de-stress and unwind. Okay. And then I have Stimulate Me, which is rose and black pepper. It's quite sensual. It's like oh. quite a... Yeah, it's quite a sexy kind of bath salt. Um, oh. It's really invigorating, yeah. Oh, sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, so there's three. I mean, you can make it. They're great. And they're available now because you've just recently launched them, haven't you? Yeah. 
So they're available now. Um, you can get them through the website celesta.com as well. So there's quite a big jar. It's 500 grams. So you'll get um, quite a lot of baths out of that because you only need one or two handfuls. Okay. Great tip. I love that one and definitely will be trying the salt bath for my feet since I can't do it for my body. But like I say, it will go all the way up, won't it? Right, your third and final secret that you can share with us today. For me, the third secret is yoga. Yoga every single day, even if I'm on my mat just for five minutes. Mm -hmm. I recently completed my teacher training in Thailand in January and I, I kind of went with the idea that I would come back and teach yoga, but and I think I still will eventually. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was really just about deepening my practice and yeah. learning that, you know, yoga just isn't a series of postures. It's a way of life that kind of brings the body and the mind together in mm-hmm. harmony. It's about kind of um, living mindfully, um, you know, having no judgment. It's really just a whole lifestyle as opposed to just a series of mm-hmm. different poses. So I learned a 90-minute sequence, which is Hatha Yoga, inspired by Bikram. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they have all the grounding, all the sun salutations, and I learned a lot about meditation as well. But yeah, yoga for me, it's the whole trip was just life changing. And, you know, even like I say, even if it's five minutes on my mat a day, Mm -hmm. just to slow down, reconnect with my breath, reconnect with my body and just re-energize myself or relax myself, depending on what I, I need that day. It's just a really great way for someone who's very busy just mm-hmm. to, you know, come back, come back to the um, and just be present because I, I can find that quite difficult when I get caught up in so much stuff. And, you know, just learning how your body feels and controlling your body with your breath, yeah. you know, understanding thoughts. So for me, it's a lot deeper than just... Um, a lot of different poses you know yeah I know and I think once you start to understand yoga it really does have this whole new meaning and it's not not what Mm -hmm. you originally think it is and it's so good for people to explore and really interesting actually that you said about doing your teacher training and being you know for you because I I've, I've thought about it I would I would like to go but just to learn everything a little bit more and make sure that I know you know, why I'm doing everything and what each move mm-hmm. means, you know, for me on a kind of selfish level, not necessarily yeah. to actually, you know, be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. so how long were you in Thailand for? I was there for 17 nights. 17 yeah, nights? 17 nights. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you and went yourself? It was just, I just got so much more from it than I thought. I mean, I thought I'll go along, I'll do yoga, I'll learn to be a teacher. Actually, I feel like I learned so much more about myself and my own yeah. body and my own thoughts. And I mean, just, I can't even describe how life-changing it was. It's, yeah. just, it's changed my life. It's changed me as a person. It's, wow. it's, it's just amazing. Yoga every day. Yeah, that's a, a good secret. And again, it links really well with last week's and how the three of us are very, very similar, which is nice. But also, like, you <laughs> went on your own and you spent 17 nights on your own, which is quite a, like you know, a scary thing to do, but that's when you start to, you know, learn about yourself, isn't it? It's great. 
Definitely. I've done a lot of solo travel and I absolutely love it. And I, I stayed a couple of days extra in Thailand. I mean, I was there in a retreat with other women, but I stayed a couple of extra days and just checked myself into this resort. And I really just liked being by myself. And I'm comfortable doing that. I'm happy to have dinner by myself, go to the beach by myself, myself. Because you've learned to be your own best friend and your own your own life partner because the one person that you can count on who will always be with you in this life is yourself and your own soul. So you you need to be comfortable with being alone. (laughs) Yeah, that is lovely. That's really nice. And something that I'm definitely working on more and more because yeah. I've I've grown up in a big family and never really had to be on my own. Mm -hmm. So it's been a challenge the last couple of years of you're okay on your own. It's fine. (laughs) Jess, thank you so much for your secrets. They were all great. And I've definitely learned some new things, which is amazing. That's what I'm wanting every week. And, you know, you were a bit concerned, you know, as our morning routine is quite similar. But that's what I like that everyone's got a similar thing but we all have our own spin and we'll all learn and take things from each other so that was great now I've got a few last little minute things that are kind of for my own little benefit but I think loads of people will get out of this and mm-hmm. um, the first one had to be food related because, you know, yeah. I, I did actually think about doing a food podcast because I just could honestly think and talk food all day um, and what it does <laughs> to us. And, you know, my boyfriend laughs at night. I'm sitting there with a cookbook in bed and he's like, most people, you know, read a novel in bed, but, you know, you've always got a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always looking for new recipes and mm-hmm. I love serving food and making people happy through food. So if you've got a recipe that you could share with us that we could make or yeah one that you that you've got a nice feeling of cooking for somebody there is one curry recipe that i love and everyone who i make it for loves it it's not my recipe it's from okay, that's our okay. man jamie oliver oh jamie <laughs> i love yeah. jamie, <laughs> jamie no, i love jamie too I jamie and his meat free mondays he does a lot of vegan stuff now as well jamie, so yeah amazing. yeah he's good i um, love any of jamie's programs i think he's a He's a good home cook chef. I think that's what I like about him. And he just seems so nice. Mm-hmm. And you he know, goes. He just seems like nice yeah. But he does this really nice sweet potato, spinach, and chickpea curry. And mm-hmm. I love it because one, it's so quick, it's mm-hmm. so easy. So it ticks those boxes. And you can use any level of spice or curry paste that you want. So you can have a mandras or you could have a tikka. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just kind of. Um, you can just kind of change it to suit your taste, which is amazing. But yeah, that would be my recipe. I love sweet potato, chickpea, spinach, healthy, filling, easy. That's all I need. (laughs) I will share that in the the show notes and I will definitely make it and tag you and Jamie in the post so that we can share the recipe on the Shane Secrets podcast Instagram and then everyone can try it. Now, like I was saying, I've got... I do read a lot of cookbooks, but I am trying to read a lot more. I'm really trying to, you know, I, I really, it was last, last year, yeah, 2019, I travelled a lot um, up and down to London. And I was like, right, I'm not, don't want to sit on my phone. I really want to spend this time, you know, wisely. Mm-hmm. So listening to podcasts and reading books. So I've really got into books mm-hmm. and I love when somebody gives you a book, you remember, um, friends are always kind of passing on books and I quite like that you know so it's like a recommendation so have you got a book that you would like to share with us that you've enjoyed that's inspired you for me it's hard to narrow down to one book because I'm a total bookworm I read 
by a book a week or a wow. book every 10 days. So I'm yes. a big reader, but my favorite book and the most inspirational book I've read is Peace is in Every Step. Mm-hmm. And it's by a Vietnamese Buddhist monk, and he's also a peace activist called Thich Nhat Tan. You might have seen some of his quotes on Instagram. I always kind of see his name online. Okay. But it's such a beautiful short book on mindfulness. And you don't really have to be someone who's really into meditation. You don't have to be a Buddhist. You don't have to be socialist to enjoy it. It's broken down into three parts mindfulness in your day, um, transforming and healing and using peace in your everyday life. And it's just so beautifully written. It's almost poetic. Mm -hmm. And he he shares a lot of short stories um, and parables, which I just think are just, it's just so beautiful. And it's it's such a good book. And Mm. I have it in form, but I'm actually going to get it in hard copy too, just so I can carry it around definitely my best my best recommendation great thank you and last thing that i'm going to squeeze from you today is instagram is definitely my favorite social media tool i'm not great on any of the other ones because i find it all far too much but i find instagram is good it's very visual and i can find what i'm looking for straight away um i find it quite positive because it's a lot of you know pictures people aren't going to necessarily put that many negative pictures up but I do find yeah. you know I follow a lot of people I've had it for a long time and um, like a lot of people and you probably follow people you know different celebrities or just different people that necessarily mm-hmm. aren't on the same wavelength as you they'll post things that maybe make you don't feel that great I kind of want to fill up my yeah. Instagram following with much more much more of the things that kind of inspire me. So what are the like many people that I'm interviewing and my listeners, mm-hmm. who do you recommend that we could um, start to follow to get a bit more of inspiration from? Okay, well, there's an account called um, Girl Boss, which is a platform that was developed by Sophie um, Amoruso. So she's the founder of Nasty Girl. Mm-hmm. Nasty Girl, sorry, you might have heard of the clothing brand. Yeah. And I really resonated with her personally because she actually started selling vintage clothing on eBay yeah. and then became, you know, a very, very successful book. She's like a billionaire now, isn't her she? Values, principles. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so for me, as someone who's kind of started from Etsy, and kind of moving through business that way, I just find her very inspirational. But the the particular platform, Robots, is it's very funny. It's very motivational. There's a lot of really good business content as well, mm-hmm. which is inspiring. And it's just a really it's just a really nice Instagram page. You on. I, I love just going in and checking out the motivational quotes and the videos and stuff that they have. Yeah. So yeah, just at Girlboss, it's just definitely my favorite. Good. And I have seen you kind of share posts from them and great little comments and stuff. It's really good. And actually, yeah. the book hashtag Girlboss um, by Sophia was one of the first books I read that I was addicted to and I couldn't put it down. It was actually just as we yeah, were opening right. up the, the salon, uh, Jane and I. So it just, she teaches you a lot because she's a normal girl. She's just like us. She yeah. hasn't, you know, got millions of pounds in the bank to start off this business. She's just got a passion and mm-hmm. she kind of understands. And yeah, it's really good. So yeah. anybody needing an extra yeah, kind of kind of drive and understanding of business it's a really good one to um to follow yes, and I, another book to read as well yeah i love her i love her she's great and she's very inspirational for me 
Oh, well, that's it. That's everything I can ask you today. <laughs> I can't oh, take up any more of your so time. Much. But this has been really good. I, yeah, I feel great. I feel like I've learned stuff. I feel like we can share things with people. And mm-hmm. yeah, now we're also, you know, talking about Celasta Skin. I hope more people can can look at the brand and, and get from it and have yes. that kind of spa feeling, you know, in their own home. Um, and their busy lifestyles. So yeah, thank you so much for speaking to me today and sharing your secrets. It was great. No, thank you for having me again. I'm so honoured that you invited me on as your second guest. And uh, yeah, I hope that everyone can learn something. I think it's so important that we all learn from each other and support each other. So yeah, I think the podcast is brilliant and I'm so glad that you invited me on. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Jess, for sharing your secrets. We really could have talked all day. There was quite a lot of inspiration there for us all. So I'm going to post as much as I can on the show notes, but head over to Instagram, the Sharing Secrets podcast, and I will be posting daily everything that me and my guests speak about. Um, so you can kind of get links to things and you can see it visually what we're talking about. Now, as I always want to do, I want to share one of my secrets and I you know, I'm kind of introducing you all into my foodie life and what I'm passionate about. And one of my biggest bugbear is when people have a fear of fat and they love half fat. I'm really, I'm getting down to all my friends and family. Half fat is, is just so not good, but I'm not going to go into that too much because um, I actually kind of want to talk more about the fat today. We'll go into half fat another day. We've all been told by the media that fat is bad for us and honestly, it isn't. We need to pick our fats correctly, obviously. And I want to share a fat with you that's um, an Ayurveda superfood called ghee. Ghee is clarified or purified butter. And it's great for anyone who's dairy-free as the milk solids are completely removed during the production. So you can have it if you've got like a lactose intolerance or anything like that. I have seen but haven't tried a vegetarian ghee um, which is obviously made from vegetables. I haven't tried it, something I do need to look into. It is high in fat, but don't let me put you off right there. It's got a number of beneficial healing properties. It's believed to be the only oil that we can cook with that helps to carry the nutrients in our food and in our spices through all seven layers of our body tissue. It will activate the healing properties in our spices. So I will go into different spices and what they can do for us but you know using ghee will actually make that work you know if you're just using a, a half fat kind of margarine or um, oil kind of substitute it won't actually get those nutrients into your body so it's great for our nervous system our brain our bones our hair our skin everything and it can lower cholesterol it's really great for your digestive process. So if you're somebody that suffers from a lot of gas and bloating, it's a great one for you to introduce into your diet. It doesn't burn when you're cooking. And when, you're, when your body's digesting it, it starts to stimulate our stomach's acids. So it means that all the, the nutrients get into our, our bloodstream quicker. Honestly, guys, please, 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 please get rid of your fear of fat and give ghee a try. I've managed to convert a few people, so the more I can convert, the better. Like I say, I'll go more into half-fat products when I can, but this week, I really want to encourage you all to stay away from half-fat margarines and get into ghee. Try it. You can buy online or you can get from most supermarkets. So if you go down to the the aisles of, you know, the, the world foods, you should normally get in the Indian section. 
if you struggle, you can get online. Um, there's the Happy Ghee Company and I will, I'll tag them in and I'll, I'll make sure I share that on Instagram for you all as well. You can definitely get online if you're not near a big supermarket. So that's me for episode two. I hope you all enjoyed my chat with Jess. I definitely did. And I did tell you she was inspirational. I hope you all feel a bit motivated and have taken something from that that you can add into your, your daily routine. I can't wait to be back next week and share another great guest with you all. For now, enjoy your weekend. Much love. Bye. Thank you.